What's up, everybody? We are back. Well, welcome to the special edition of Real Chronicles brought to you by RealTalkIc.com. I am your host, David. I am joined with some special folks today. It is the final prediction for this Tuesday's Academy Award nominations. Um, I felt like I needed to bring an A-team here with me today, and I think I do. I have a league of cinephiles here with me. I have Jack, Hunter, and How's it going? Tristan. How's it going? All How right. Good, good. Uh, very excited to have you guys on today. This is probably the most exciting time of the year. Watching a lot of potential movies that ended up not being part of the awards conversation. It's all come down to Tuesday. I love this time of year. It's literally my Super Bowl. And the fact that BAFTA came out this week and told us to go fuck ourselves was uh, <laughs> probably the... Uh, the highlight of my week for these predictions. Um, how has the season gone on for you? Have your favorites made it to potentially made it to the finish line? I'll start with Jack. Um, unfortunately for me, one of my three favorite movies of the year was not only in the race early on, but a lot of people were thinking it could be a major player. And that was Nightmare Alley. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. as time has gone by, mm -hmm. it has just slowly trickled out of... Uh, out of re re uh, relevance and i'm just hoping to see some technical nominations for it at this point yeah and i i enjoyed nightmare alley quite a bit so it was very surprising to see it fall as low as it has what about you tristan yeah same with me um nightmare alley was one i was really big on and mass as well um that's one that i really mm. wish uh, got more awards attention uh but i'm rooting for uh, licorice pizza that's one that i really enjoy uh, and there's a couple here and there that I really like as well. But yeah, some of my favorites, unfortunately, have just kind of fallen off the radar nice. in terms of the awards race. And Hunter, what about you? Well, basically mine is going to be the same categories as Nightmare Alley, and that's the French Dispatch, where it's basically one or two texts, and it's that's about it for it. So it's it's a it's a sad state of affairs for people who like that movie, but I, I kind of see it coming after these past few months. Yeah, and then for me, it was uh, my top two films are in contention, Licorice Pizza and Dune. Those are my two favorite films of the year. My number three favorite favorite film of the year was Tatan, and unfortunately... Yeah. It was my, fun for a few weeks. It was, it was man. Weeks. Once I honestly felt once it was shortlisted, not shortlisted, yeah. once it was France Selection, I was like, okay, it's going to make the shortlist. We're good to go. And then when it didn't make the shortlist, I was like, fuck, man. I really felt like we were going to get a international feature and a surprise director nom, which mm -hmm. may actually happen for another international feature, which is a great yeah. <laughs> segue to get started. So what we're going to do is I am going to run through every category outside of the shorts. Uh, all of it, you know. Pretty much, I will watch the shorts when they're when the nominations are announced, and then make my prediction as we get closer to uh to Oscar Day. But we'll start with international feature. I am going to run through what I predict is my five, and then that'll kick off the discussion, and we'll you know touch base on Oscar stats as we go along. So mm -hmm. we'll start off with international feature. Uh, my number five is The Hand of God. My number four. 
I uh, should probably have it higher, but I won't. I just, you know, I prefer the other three films for now. Uh, Flea is my number four. My number three is a hero. My number two is the worst person in the world. And my number one, and I think this is one of the locks of the night already, is Drive My Car. Mm-hmm. Starting with Jack, do you have anything different? No, not even the order. That's exactly what I have. Nice. Uh, what about you, Hunter? Um, the only... Well, actually, yeah, it's, I should say. The, I don't have anything different in there. It's just only the order. I Flea is the last one, but, I mean, we're splitting hairs at that point. I've got all the same five as you. For sure. And Tristan, what about you? I got the same five as well, although I think we should look uh, at uh, compartment number six. Yes. There's a possibility yeah. that could get in. Now that that points that's my number six as well. So that points mm-hmm. to the question of who is it knocking out if we get to that point. I think the top three are safe. I don't think anything replaces top three. I think Flea and Hand of God are the only two that I can see fall out. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like the top three have just kind of had more exposure throughout like the general uh, timeline of this past year, whereas like the bottom two, I feel like could easily kind of get knocked out if one is more seen than the other. Yeah, I agree. I think with um, probably the very distant five is the hand of God for me. I don't like, I didn't really like the film as a whole anyway. Um, And compartment number six, you know, I, it's good, I guess. Sure. I saw it back at TIFF, um, but I I would not be surprised if that's the one that, that comes in and kicks out the hand of God. Because um, usually there's about one that just comes out of nowhere-ish that's not been like very talked about. It's like that or Prayers to the Stolen I've heard about a little bit. I think that's the Mexican entry, I think. Yes, that's the, that's yeah. one that could come up. And then, I mean, yeah. the fact that Spain didn't pick Parallel Mothers is still yeah. mind-boggling crazy. to me. They expect- someone have, else to show I, I, tour, I read I something. Have they ever picked Pedro? Uh, have they ever picked one of his movies for international film? I believe so. I think he won international I feature. I think it was. Was it Talk About My Mother? Uh, all About yeah. My Mother, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All About he's My Mother, yeah. Or he's, he's been picked like nine times by Spain, so they're kind of getting sick of him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, yeah, hey, we got to give someone else a try at least. And I wonder if France had chosen Petite Maman, if that would have been an easy slam dunk. To be nominated. Two years straight, they didn't pick Celine Sciamma. Look what it got him. And <laughs> not much. The Titan one, I get. I mean, that, that is fine. I don't blame him for that one. At the all. Portrait of a Lady Good on Fire, that. I don't. I don't get it. It's one of the best films yeah. of 2019. I still don't understand that. But yeah, Drive My Car seems to be the. It's basically is Drive My Car and who's going to finish in second place at this point? Basically, yeah. Which uh, Shane, the worst person in the world, has to settle for second. But I mean, when you're mm-hmm. going against uh, that, I mean, what's, now what's let me ask be? you. I mean, I it doesn't how I feel about a movie doesn't really affect the you know the facts of the matter of the race. I don't really like Drive My Car. Uh, mm. I know Tristan and I kind of talked about it offline yesterday. Hunter, have you seen it? I've seen it. Yeah, I I, I was I was so uh, immersed into. It, I watched it in my car. I wasn't driving my car, but I watched it <laughs> in my car at that time because that's when I got the screener. I was like, well, I got to fit three hours somewhere, and we're in a six-hour car ride. So here we go. Did you like? You liked it? I liked it a, a bit. I'm not. Yeah, I would not call it the best movie of the year or anything, but I will stand by and say I liked it. Yeah, and Jack, what about you? Uh, I actually have not seen it yet. It is not really opened up in my area, but I believe it does this upcoming weekend, so I plan to then. Let, 
please let us know what you think. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. I, I've got I've got a lot of friends who are either five stars or like three, three and a half. So I actually th- I would be one of the three, three and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm a three and a half. Yeah. And Tris, you like him more than we did, right? Yeah, I'm probably around a four and a half. All right. All right. So moving on to documentary feature. Now this is there's a stat the here. One. Yeah, this is always the fun one, and this is the first stat I'm gonna, I I love throwing out is the fact that documentary feature just doesn't like nominating the favorite going into Oscar nomination morning. Mm-hmm. Apollo Eleven, won't you be my neighbor? I think won't you be my neighbor is one of my favorite. It's my one of my favorite documentaries of the decade. I don't know what happened there. I don't know what Mister Rogers did to them, but. <laughs> Here we here we are now. Summer of Soul, I think, is the favorite, and I think it's a clear cut favorite, especially with that editing nomination that it landed at BAFTA. So mm-hmm. going here, my number five, I have Procession. Number four, I have President, and then the these three, I fee, I would say are safe, but we'll see. Summer, uh, Summer of Soul is my number one. Flea is my number two. The Rescue is my number three. Now. I guess we'll start. Do you think Summer or Soul will be snubbed? I'll start with Hunter on this one. I really, really, really hope not. I'm going to say it actually doesn't. I still have it my number one. I, I mean, I can never go in predicting the favorite to be snubbed, even though the documentary branch has really shown that they will do that. But yep. I think it will buck that trend and really get in here. Because it does have that. You swept the, the documentary awards. It's got that editing nomination. It's the huge... Like the one documentary everyone's talked about all year. Yeah. Uh, all the same stuff we talked about for other ones, but this year I feel it's different. Agree. And Tris, what do you think? Uh, I actually think it gets in. And one of the reasons is because uh, the, the Academy actually really likes Questlove. He was there mm-hmm. last year at the Oscars. Oh, yeah. That's so a good point. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got a lot of support. Um, so I think it'll buck that trend and get in. Uh, but I think if one thing gets snubbed, I have my eye on the rescue. Oh, interesting. Mm. Do you what do you have as a substitute? Because my number six is Attica. So I do have the rescue in, but uh, as a substitute, I would also put Attica. Nice. And Jack, what about you? Do you think Summer of Soul is safe? <laughs> uh, I mean, I would certainly like to think so. I mean, the doc, like, like we've said, the documentary category. I mean, there have been snubs in that category that literally led to like rule changes in the voting format so i I think it's it's safe i but i do see where you're coming from and if it does get snubbed i would not be surprised it's funny because the film that led to the documentary rule changes is probably one of my favorite document as i'm like hunter Uh we're all huge sports fans here that oj made in america i think is a fucking masterpiece i think that thing like i being alive throughout that case i was in third grade and like it Mm. was to the point that our teacher would during fridays during the cases would bring a tv in and just put the trial on during the afternoon Mm. because we had nothing to do on friday afternoon so i pretty much lived through that entire thing what i loved about oj made in america is the fact that it doesn't it doesn't vilify uh oj but it doesn't put him on a pedestal it lets the audience decide what he is and i think the fact that they had to change rules because of this i'm like come on i was at tribeca they literally screened it in theaters so it's not like it did not play in theaters so yeah yeah, that's but it is what it is i think the last dance would have probably if they never changed the rules i think the last dance would have probably got in last year 
if it wasn't that would have made some money yeah Yeah. big time uh but yeah i agree with you guys do outside of the ones that i named do you have anything different uh instead of uh which you have president i have ascension i think it was okay ascension yeah in that one which i've just heard a little more about that one but it's it's basically a toss-up they're both my number five i think so i'm like well at that point documentary i usually only go four for five anyway there's some wild one in there yeah and then uh Tristan, do you have anything that I did, didn't have on my end? Yeah, so instead of president, I have uh, writing with fire. Okay. Mm. And Jack, anything on your end? Uh, I have ascension as well. Okay. In that fifth spot. Yeah, I think the four or five is pretty much we'll uh-huh. see what happens type of thing. All right, mm-hmm. so moving on to original song. I can't imagine we're not five for five here. Um, so I'll start with my number one on this one, No Time to Die. Number two, mm-hmm. I have Be Alive. Number th- three, I have the wrong song from Encanto. Um, <laughs> number four, I have Down to Joy. And then number five, maybe we don't have the same five, but I have Just Look Up. I think after last year with uh, Husevic, I think they're going to nominate the one that's actually outside of the Encanto movie, the one that's actually in the movie. True, true. Uh, the only difference I have is the fifth one I have um, – Beyond the Shore from Coda. Oh, God. I would mm. love that. would love that. That's the one I have because I feel like it's either between the Don't Look Up song, which is kind of the joke song, or if they really love Coda. I mean, that's the song of the movie. So, But one of those songs is probably way more popular than the other. So Agreed. I might be on the wrong horse. The only reason I, I – listen, I love Just Look Up, but I think one of the main reasons that we talk about Oscar ratings and we talk about how do you get – young people to watch the Oscars. Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, Beyonce in one category, performing on Oscar night. That's kind of why I have Just Look Up at my number five. Is it confirmed yeah. that they're doing the song performances again this year? Because they cut them last year. Oh, no, wait, they, no, they had them. They, they had them just on location yeah. from different places. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, Jack, do you have anything different on your end? Uh, no, I don't actually. And yeah, I take that in con- into consideration as well when thinking about the nominees. Who do they want to have on stage performing that they can market? Because it it was, um, I don't remember who, it, it was kind of early on last, or the, the Rocket Man season. And I had to explain to somebody why that song was going to get nominated. Because I told them, I was like, they're going to get Elton John mm-hmm. and everyone's going to want to see it. And I think that's definitely the case for several of these. But the harder they fall and respect are the two nominations that I could see coming out of left field. The harder is the harder they fall on the Jay Z song. Yeah, Uh, Guns Go Bang. Yeah, yeah. I I can I can see that slipping in. Just having Beyonce and Jay Z compete against each other in one category, in a category that's not at the Grammys. I I could I could see that. I could see the the young Academy voters going for that. Uh, Tristan, do you have anything different? I do. I actually have Guns Go Bang instead of Down to Joy. Okay. Which I know oh, is kind of yeah. crazy, but it's because Down to Joy, um, last time I checked, wasn't on any streaming services. Mm. Um, I've been hearing about that. Yeah, and I know that's a huge controversy right now, so I feel like it might affect it. Yeah, I never go five for five in songs, so I expect something to be off there. Uh, original score, this will definitely be a conversation, I think. Uh, so I have... I, I, I post these nominations in terms of telling a story. What I think is going to do well based on who I think is going to win certain awards. Right now, I have Nicole Kidman winning actress, and we'll get to that whole discussion a little later today. But 
because I have that, I have been the Ricardos doing very, very well in terms of what they are capable of getting. So I have been the Ricardos, Daniel Pemberton at my number five. That BAFTA nomination Ooh. just had me just say, you know what? It's not going to be Spencer. They're not going to do Johnny Greenwood twice, especially since they hate Spencer. So what else can come in that no one really expects? It could tell a good narrative about how Ricardo's is going to do. Because if you see Ricardo's appear in here, you can pretty much guarantee it's going to be in best picture. It's going to be one of those. You can kind of tell where the day is going. I remember in 2019 where Rocket Man was missing everything. And I was mm-hmm. I was talking to my wife. Well, at, and I was like, I think they're going to snub Tyron because they're just not nominating it everywhere except song. And then it ultimately was that they snubbed them. So I will probably be wrong here, but I don't think I'll be wrong with the other four. I have don't look up Nicholas Patel at four. I have the French dispatch, Alexandra Desplat as three. I have power of the dog, Johnny Greenwood at two. And I have uh, the best score of the year. Hans Zimmer Dune at numero uno. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously I probably be, am the only one that has me in the Ricardos at five. So Hunter, who do you have at your five? Yeah, it's bold to go Daniel Pemberton at five. But, I mean, it's totally possible. I have – he got a surprise – or at the time, the surprise Golden Globe nomination. And he's actually got nominated for Oscar. I have Alberto Iglesias for Parallel Mothers, Mothers nice. in, in the fifth spot there. Because he is one of those uh, branch veterans that they just love to nominate for – it doesn't even have to be that big of a movie. If he's got a score, they he's in contention. I think he gets in over Pemberton, who actually hasn't been nominated or he has been nominated for an Oscar, but it was for original song last year, which is like they didn't nominate for him. So yeah, uh, Tristan, what's your do you uh, before I go to Tristan Hunter? Do you have any other different one from four to one? Uh, you had don't look up, right? Yes. Okay, then we're yeah we're four to one. We're same exact uh, priority ranking too. What about you, Trist? I have the same exact uh, one to four, same order too, and then in my five I have Encanto. Okay, so you think you think it's getting those three nominations? I do, yeah. All right, cool. I that, was I was fifty fifty between that I mean, parallel and Encanto. I, I I'm gonna be on the wrong horse probably now that I picked uh, parallel mothers. So. Yeah, I I I just if I had Penelope and actress, I would have went parallel mothers. Same, I just yeah. And Jack, what's your five? Because unless you have anything different, one through four. Yeah, one through four, dead same. I, I'm really hurting on number five because I do think. For me, it's between Encanto and Parallel Mothers because mm-hmm. Encanto always does good or animated always does good in the music categories, um, song and score a lot. Um, and since we already know it's getting in for song, not to mention another song is like the number one song on the charts and has been for a couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. Then we know that they're listening to that music. Um but I've got Encanto for right now, and honestly, I could switch to Parallel Mothers in the next 24 hours or so if I talk myself mm. into it. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. It's one of the, like I'm, I, I submitted my final prediction, so I am stuck on being the Ricardos. I just, mm-hmm. I just said screw it. I'm like, it's let me, let, let me go wild and be right, or just go wild yeah. and be an idiot. So it's going to be hey, one of the two. You know, Parallel Mothers and Encanto vote split because people can't decide. And then, oh, look at that. Pemberton comes in. You know, For sure. Could, it could happen. Now we move on to makeup and hairstyling. Now, I I remember when I first saw Cruella and I was like, man makeup and costumes feel so good with here but i don't think the academy is going to go for it because it's just not it's not an you know it's not an oscar player by any means in terms of the mm-hmm. upper upper echelon categories but as of now corella's in both 
and starting with makeup hairstyle. Like I have number five. The only I have number five. I have the Suicide Squad, and the reason I have the Suicide Squad is because listen, if they gave the Oscar to 2016 Suicide Squad, and I think the makeup in that movie is not very good. I can't see them not at least nominating Suicide Squad here at number five. So I went number five. And then number four to one is pretty much the, the, the usual suspects. I have Dune. I have Eyes of Tammy Faye. I have House of Gucci. And then I have Cruella at number one. Uh, mm-hmm. Jack, I'll start with you here. Where are you at here? Uh, you you actually might be surprised to hear this, but we actually are in agreement on our one through five. Okay. Not necessarily the oh, order, cool. but I do also have Suicide Squad in here for the same reason. Uh, and yeah, I'm not sure about what's going to win because I mean, Tammy Faye is probably the most transformative makeup job, but not, we can't be not house so... of not house of Gucci. It's one of those two. Yeah. But we can, but we can, one thing for sure is that house of Gucci is being pulled off of the screener piles more than Tammy Faye. I'm sure. Cause mm. there's definitely a lot more reasons for people to watch Gucci than Tammy Faye. I think it gets nominated. Um, but I'm not sure what wins. Then I'm also in agreement with Gucci, Corella, and Dune nice. also being in that four. And Tristan, where are you at? Uh, yeah, so I've got the exact same uh, five as you guys. Okay. Uh, I've got Gucci at number one, though. Alrighty. And Hunter. Well, I'll just be the speaker uh, <laughs> here. I do not have the Suicide Squad in my five. In its in its place, I have the more say traditional one. I have Cyrano in that one for his hair and makeup. And I know it's got the late release and or no or no release or no release. <laughs> I guess I've seen it, but I don't think. Yeah, I'm like, but I do think it's the more like you just look at that movie. You're like, oh, costume drama, period stuff, hair and makeup. And I am like, you are right. I did think about that. Like Suicide Squad won the damn thing in 2016 or whatever. So I just don't think no one's really talking about this one this year at all. But. It was one of those fifty fifties. I went more traditional. Yeah, for costume design, um, I have a movie in here that I never thought would actually be in an Academy Award category, and that is Coming to America. Mm. Um, it's been picking up a lot of steam in the guilds and the costume and the costume guilds. So I have it here at my number five. I have West Side Story at four, House of Gucci at three, Dune at two, and Cruella at one. Tristan, where are you at here? Um, so I've got a very similar top five, except instead of coming to America, I have um, Nightmare Alley at number five. Oh, yeah, that's great. Mm. Jack, what about you? Yeah, I'm also sitting at Cruella, Dune, Gucci, West Side Story, and Nightmare Alley in fifth. Okay. But I really thought about coming to America as well. And Hunter. I'm just going to repeat what I said uh, for makeup. Instead of the more modern movie in the fifth slot, I'm going to have Cyrano again. I think it gets double nominated for costumes and makeup for that one. So I think I know what story you're telling as we get closer to the lead actor. Uh, A little bit of a spoiler, but maybe. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) All righty. So we move on to visual effects. I I have a surprise here. So um, I have... Ghostbusters Afterlife at number five. I have No Time to Die at uh, four. Godzilla versus Kong at three. Spider-Man No Way Home at two. And I have Dune at one. Uh, Hunter, where are you at here? I have 
the same as you, but I switched out the Marvel movies because I don't know what to pick. I went with Shang-Chi instead of Spider-Man on that one Yeah, in the fifth slot. It's very tough. They they love nominating Marvel movies, but sometimes they go in not the direction where we think where they're going with Marvel movies. So, yeah, it mm-hmm. makes sense to go with Shang-Chi there. Uh, Tristan, what about you? I had the exact same five as Hunter. And Jack. Yeah, I've got Dune, No Way Home, Matrix Resurrections, Shang-Chi. And then on that last spot, it was between Godzilla and No Time to Die. I'm going with No Time to Die, just because Mm. I feel like that's the movie that's more fresh in everybody's mind. Godzilla vs. Kong, that was back in February, March, when that came out of last year. So this movie is definitely more fresh on their minds, and I'm not sure how many people necessarily went back to rewatch god godzilla versus kong in the year since it's been released yeah that's true they'll uh, probably be looking at their ballot and go down like oh yeah godzilla versus kong, kong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but i'm gonna assume that most people will be like oh yeah that's visual effects right there you know that's mm-hmm. what i'm hoping yeah and i think i think when it's one of those situations where these oscar voters probably didn't see a lot of these and they're just yeah. checking off what they think probably looked best like hunter said that too uh mm-hmm. going moving over to sound uh, I have Spider-Man No Way Home at five. I have Belfast at four. No Time to Die at three. West Side Story at two. And then Dune at number one. Do we differ there, Jack? Uh, we differ on number five, where I have Tick, Tick, Boom in place of, I believe you said, Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, not far-fetched by any means. These are certainly categories that action movies like to do well in. Mm-hmm. Uh, hence, Dune, No Time to Die. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I don't. I can't. I can't. I can never decide if this category goes to a Best Picture contender or a blockbuster. Because typically, if if your movie is both, it's gonna probably get in and most likely win. But for that last spot, I, I think it might be Tick, Tick, Boom. But so. Otherwise. Sound and correct you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Sound is very much not just the best picture. This is the same category that the last year was split. They had Ad Astra in it. Mm-hmm. So they do they are a you know, they do nominate more for the work than the actual are you a best picture nominee. So uh yeah. but I definitely get why you would have tick tick boom here. Uh Trist Tristan, what about you? Uh so I went a little crazy in this category. <laughs> I've got, that there you go. Uh, <laughs> Dune, No Time to Die, and West Side Story in my top three. Okay. Uh, but then in four, I have Last Night in Soho. In five, I have A Quiet Place Part Two. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that A Quiet Place yeah. Part Two poll. I like that a lot. And Hunter, what about you? Well, I don't agree completely with Tristan about Last Night <laughs> in Soho, but I do have A Quiet Place Part Two in there as well. And not to just Soho. That's got great sound as well. But I have um, Belfast like you guys have. But I do have A Quiet Place in the fifth spot. Nice, because it is the one where it just like I don't want to say screams because there's no scream in that movie, but it screams sound work, you know. And they have nominated before in sound mixing. Mixing, or I yeah. Remember. I think it was yeah. mixing. Uh, the next category is the one that has a very strong correlation with Best Picture, and that's film editing. Mm-hmm. So, number five was literally the conversation I had internally was: Am I just gonna go with No Time to Die? Am I gonna do? Am I gonna do it? It's not going to get a Best Picture nomination, in my opinion. Do I just have the balls to do it? And I did not have the balls to do it. So mm-hmm. I went, don't look up at five. I have Licorice Pizza at four, Power of the Dog at three, Belfast at two, and I have Dune at one at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I'll start with 
the question, did anyone go with No Time to Die? It was tempting. It was tempting with that AC nomination. Yes. But, like, you, I, I couldn't pull the trigger either because I was like, I don't have it in sound either. So I'm like, if, oh, no, I do have it in sound. Never mind. Forgot. But I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, so do you have the same five? I do not have licorice pizza in editing. I actually have King Richard staying in there. It's missed a few things, but yes. I, it, it's rebounded in a little bit here, and I, I stick with it. Nice. And as much as BAFTA was a little unpredictable with the uh, – they were not – the voting body had nothing to do with the tech below-the-line categories. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I, I saw licorice pizza there. I had a great day at BAFTA, so I stuck, mm-hmm. I stuck with licorice pizza there. Uh, Tristan, do you have anything different here? I have the same five as you, Dave. Uh, I did have West Side Story in, but after missing everything, I took it out and then put Don't Look Up in instead. It's tough. That movie has absolutely fallen. Yeah. I really thought it had a chance to win picture when it came out, and now it's it's barely crawling into the lineup. Jack, what about you? Uh, Yeah, I've got the same top four. I've got Dune, Belfast, Power of the Dog, Don't Look Up. And then for that last spot, I am struggling between West Side Licorice Pizza. I do have West Side Story at the moment, just because I feel like a uh, musical typically could do pretty well in this genre. And I'd say it's also kind of a flashy editing performance, which people like. Um, but I am tempted to switch because um, I think these two kind of are about the same tier in terms of best picture likelihood. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I think the top three are in somewhat of that order, either up or either going to win best picture or best director. Which okay. Typically does really well here. Yeah. And I mean, the stat is just getting in here. If you get in here, you have a chance mm-hmm. to win picture. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean you have to win the award. Like, yeah, uh, f- yeah. Looking Ford v Ferrari won this award two years ago, and then you know mm-hmm. obviously Parasite won picture. So, uh, yeah. well, yes, Green Book got nominated here weirdly, and I was like, oh, that's something. That's mm-hmm. when we. That's when we should have known. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, Green Book and editing. I was like, I don't remember a single thing of editing in that movie, but <laughs> sure, whatever. The funny that that year, I mean. I have some stats going into when we get into PGA and Best Picture, but it's just mm-hmm. wild looking at editing that year with Bohemian Rhapsody uh, one oh. editing. And I remember there's a scene. I don't know if you guys were. I remember the movie well because I don't think it's a Best Picture nominee at all, but I, I enjoyed it for what it was, not as a awards film. I remember there's a scene early on in the movie. Once Queen becomes popular and they're around a table outside and there are mm-hmm. so many unnecessary cuts in that scene and i'm like that's the movie that you want to give yeah. the academy award to for editing i'm like okay all right guys i guess you're Man, just they checking picked the, they picked the worst one for that yeah year. i was like wow yeah. it, it, it was something uh as we move on to cinematography does the belfast miss at at bafta shift your movement of the film in this lineup because it almost did mine it was it was close, but same as No Time to Die in editing. I ju- I mean this one I had Belfast in. I just was not strong enough to take it out of my lineup, that, okay. which was already in. Same here. So I have it at five. So at at the moment, so I have Belfast mm-hmm. at five. I have Power of the Dog at. Uh, I'm sorry. I have Nightmare Alley at four. I have The Tragedy of Macbeth at three. I have The Power of the Dog at two, and then I have Dune at one. Uh, Jack, anything different f- for you? Uh, no, we're exactly the same. And I don't think there's really much alternatives outside of this five. I think the only other one 
really is West Side Story and then maybe Spencer, but I do think it's really just down to which of these six gets left out. Agreed. And then West Side Story missing literally everything kind of makes this Mm -hmm. a little easier. Hunter, same five for you. I do not have the same five. I have what you guys are talking West Side Story. I do have it sneaking in there in that fifth slot, a shaky fifth slot, but... I think Janusz Kaminski, the veteran that he is, can get in there at the end. Uh, even though he missed the ACC, ASC, however, whatever abbreviation I get mixed up every time, but he missed that one, which is pretty damning. But I think I think he still gets in here with this one. And Tristan, do you have the same five? Uh, yeah, so I do have West Side Story as well instead of Nightmare Alley. Okay. Um, just because I think there's a stat where the ASC like almost never goes five for five. Okay. So I I took uh, I took the risk and put West Side Story in there. And I mean, then, I did have Cherry Cherry last year. Yeah. For that. <laughs> and then moving on to the last tech category, and I do have a fun stat here regarding this uh, with mm-hmm. with where I'm going with my narrative for the for my prediction. So, at number five, I have Tragedy of Macbeth. At number four, I have West Side Story. Number three, I have The French Dispatch. Number two, I have Nightmare Alley. And then number one, I have Dune. This. Outside of the order of them, do you guys, does anyone have anything different here? No, we agree on that one. After right. a few yeah. Misses, differences. So here's one of my, this is probably my favorite stat. Um, with the way I have Dune set up, and I think you guys have it as well, it would become the sixth film in Oscar history to receive a nomination for every tech category. Do you know the other five? Some some film trivia right now. It feels like Return of the King would be up there. That is actually incorrect. It missed cinematography. Oh yeah, it did. Oh wow. But to give you Titan- a hint I think it's Titanic. Titanic was the first one, correct. And then to okay. give you a hint, the of the second film was the year of Return of the King. Oh oh, so Master and Commander? That is correct. Number wow. two. And then so- and, any guess on the last three? Do I would we have to move closer to now, or do we have to go more in the past? You are you keep going up and in, into the, the so Titanic was the first to do it. Oh, so, okay, first. All right. All yeah. Right. Uh, Mad Max. Mad Max is the other one, and to give you a hint, the other one was also the same year. Uh, oh, Revenant. Revenant. Yes, that is correct. And then you guys are missing just one more. Is it Joker. Not Joker. Oh. Joker missed. Um. Oh, Joker missed one, and I can't remember what it was. No, it wasn't La La Land. I think you guys, you guys will, you guys will kick yourselves when. You... Probably, uh, no, Hollywood missed ending editing. I think. Yeah, it missed editing. So the answer I... is, um, do you guys any other guesses? It's not like Roma, is it? No, it's actually. No. It's from an, one of the best directors, a film from one of the greatest directors of all time. So Irishman. Yeah. No, it was Hugo. Oh, Hugo. Oh, that's the wrong movie. Yeah. Yeah. That that right. Hugo one surprised me. I was once we hit Mad Max, I was like, oh, it has to be between the last three years then. But I should have thought of Hugo because that movie's got nominated for like eleven or ten or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I do have Doom leading the day with eleven. Um. So we go to animated feature, and this is pretty much. Do you have one movie at the five or do you have the other? So for me right now, I have at number five, I have Ryan, the last dragon four Luca, three flea, two Encanto one, one. I mean, I'm sorry two the Mitchells and the machines, one Encanto. Um, pretty much 
a lot of people are I see a lot of people not having flea in and having mm-hmm. sing two in. I I've been going along throughout the season thinking I'm like this is the anim- the animation for they are not just always going to go for the quality of the film. They're going to go for the style of animation. I don't know if you guys agree. I think the animation in Flea is pretty ugly. <laughs> I don't think it's very good animation at all. It's a good film, but I don't mm-hmm. in terms of what we're looking at here is the animation. I don't think it's the prettiest thing to look at for two hours, but maybe this is going to be one of those times that they just go with the quality of the film. That's why I still have Flea in here, but it would not shock me if Sing 2 is the one that takes Flea's spot. Uh, Jack, anything different? Uh, No, we're the same, and I agree about Sing 2 being the one. I didn't realize how good those reviews actually were for Sing 2, but people actually really like it, so... I'm not sure if it's Flea or Raya that gets kicked out if Sing 2 gets in, because I think the top three are all safe. Um, but yeah, I'm not too sure. Tris, what about you? So I actually took out Raya uh, just because I don't see it having the same amount of support as the other films. Mm-hmm. And then I put Sing 2 in. Uh, apparently Sing 2 got an A-plus cinema score. Yes, so, it did. Yeah? Yes, it did. Yeah, that's crazy. So I thought maybe that would have a lot of support. And Hunter, what about you? I have Flea getting in, completing the trifecta of it. But Sing 2 did get that PGA nomination as well. And I was like, okay, it's close. It's close. I couldn't I find the, the The Flea animation, it's, you're right, not the greatest. But I think the narrative behind the animation. And they go for the offbeat ones sometimes. So Agreed. I would think go for that one. Yeah, so that, and any chance Mitchell's wins or am I on an island on my own here? Hoping for I, it, it's pretty much Encanto or Luca, whatever. You, which 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 Disney film do you think it is? Yeah, you know, basically. It's a shame. Uh, it's like Spider Man, Spy, uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse seems like, a, like true. a one of a kind type of thing because they just just default to Disney nine out of ten times. Yeah. Uh, all right, now we get to the heavy hitters. Adapted screenplay. Alrighty, so number five. What do you say, Hunter? Go go ahead. Sorry. So my number five is Dune. Ooh. Number four, Drive My Car. Mm-hmm. Number three, The Lost Daughter. Number two, Coda. And then number one, The Power of the Dog. Jack. I've got a question for you, Dave. Yes. Do the screenwriters' names come on the ballot? When they're voting for nominees, do screenwriters' name come? Do screenwriters' names come on the ballot? I'm not sure. Because if I... they do, I am scared about kicking West Side Story out. Because I don't know about mm. Tony Kushner. If they see the names, Tony Kushner is a good one to look at. That so... that's a good discussion to have because it goes on the line of like, do you want? Do they want to nominate him again and not give mm-hmm. him a win? I don't think they give him the win, but with an already very well-known movie and a very well-known playwright slash screenwriter, it could be a lock. I I think I have drive my car in here as well. I don't have Dune. Um, That's where I, that's where we differ really. Um, But yeah, I mean, musicals aren't necessarily like well-performing historically in the screenplay category. Hence, this being the one Oscar that the original West Side Story lost yes. back in 61. Um, 
And correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, is the last musical to get a screenplay nomination in La La Land, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, I if they see that if the names are on it, I I see where you're going there. Um, for me, just the love that seems that I think they're going to have for Dune and how West Side Story has been performing the last couple of weeks. That's what kind of pushed Dune sure. in front yeah. and West Side Story out. Uh, Hunter, where are you at here? I am agreeing with Jack on this one that I don't think because Tony Kushner hasn't missed for any of his Spielberg movies. So not that, that they're going to think about that when they vote, but the power of Tony Kushner and especially like Lincoln, like Munich and stuff where the screenplay is the thing that people are really talking about with West Side Story as well. I think that'll get them in there. And then Tristan, do you have the same? Yeah, I've got West Side Story in there as well. All right, cool. So I'm on an island on my own here. But the other four, any changes there? Are you guys? No, I got the Lost Daughter as well. And I was going to say before you, like, if you have Drive My Car, and then maybe a little bit of a spoiler that what you where you have it later on. Yes, yes, that is absolutely a, a spoiler. Bit. Just a little bit. Um, I'm starting to believe in a narrative, and I think in one of a chat that Jack and I are on, I, like the discussion about Coda winning screenplay. Mm-hmm. As a possible of Jane's winning director, I don't think it's going to happen, but it would not shock me if if Coda wins SAG, I will start thinking about it a little bit more. True. Mm-hmm. True. And then we go to original screenplay. I think there's three. We're, we're good. Like Licorice Pizza, Belfast, Bean, and Ricardo's. They're the only ones I've got into everywhere. I think those three are pretty much safe. I they have a hard on for Adam McKay and I can't it's it's getting in I think so I don't look up at four and I have King Richard at five I don't feel confident about King Richard at five but I'm gonna go with the fact that Will Smith is gonna carry some of these nominations with him so that's where I'm at right now uh Tristan I'll start off with you where where are you at so I actually have King Richard missing, okay. uh, and I have par- Parallel Mothers getting in its okay. spot. Yep, that's definitely – this is the category to do something wild because they're very much known for a low nominee, especially during the expansion era. So this is definitely mm-hmm. one where – my number six was Mike Mills for Come On, Come On. Mm. Uh, Hunter, what about you? I have the same five as you with King Richard as the shaky fifth, where it's gotten in where it needs to for most places. But I'm like, eh, th- th- that low nomination is like, if anyone's going to get in, King Richard is out. Yeah. Because those are those other four previous winners or nominees or anything and that they've clearly shown love for in the past. And Jack, what about you? Yeah, I have the same five with King Richard at the bottom. Uh, again, with some of the other categories, I'm not sure how much wiggle room there is in terms of other nominees i think parallel mothers mass and big dark horse and come on come on really but i think outside of those i think i think the top four is pretty set in stone but that fifth spot i'm not sure about do you feel um i mean it does belfast didn't qualify but do you think a licorice pizza win at wga is going to help it in terms of winning the oscar yeah because i've right i still have it at number one despite how divisive has been so far but it's film Twitter. They're not Oscar voters, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think it's. I think it can still win. I think. 
I th- again, it, it comes down to whatever they want to push because they could split it up and give every top movie a little something. And this is certainly the best area and most likely big area they would probably award Licorice Pizza in and Paul Thomas Anderson, who hasn't won yet. So mm-hmm. a this shame. is probably its most likely spot for a big win. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Any. I feel like it does have to do with, like, what do you think is winning Best Picture right now, which we'll get to later. But, like, if you have Belfast winning Best Picture, you, you get it's got to win something else, yeah. most likely. And yeah. this would be the category it wins in. Because unless you have it winning something else, which could be an upset, who knows. But it's kind of that kinda, thing. I kind of feel like uh, Belfast is this year's trial of the Chicago 7. And mm-hmm. uh, Lucas Pizza is kind of like Promising Young Woman. Yes. So I have Lucas yeah. Pizza getting uh winning in the end i hope so it's <laughs> my favorite film of the yeah. year so i'm all, i'm all in on that uh probably the easiest category to predict is supporting actress i can't imagine this not being the five ruth nega passing at five kirsten dunce power the dog at four and Janae ellis king richard at three katrina balf belfast two and ariana debose west side story at one any potential upsets here in terms of getting of snubs jack anything for you the one name who kind of scares me going forward i think ariana kirsten katrina are definitely safe and i think ingenue ellis and ruth nega are very safe but i think if somebody gets dropped it's one of those two and the person who i think could replace is marley matlin honestly Mm. I think that I think that Coda is a movie that's going to be very beloved. It's not going to be cleaning up in a lot of nom- in a lot of fields because it's not that kind of movie. But I think her performance also being a two-hander with Troy Kotzer, who's going to be nominated and could potentially win if there is that big overheave of support for Coda, I could see uh I could see Marley Matlin being the one to sneak in. Mm. Yeah, and if we're looking at Belfast, Coda, and Power of the Dog, which are my top three in picture, we'll get into that into that discussion. I mm-hmm. think Coda plays the best on a preferential ballot. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So I I can see that being a spoiler in supporting actors in terms of nomination. Uh, Tristan and Hunter, do you have anyone that may spoil? Um, I would love to see Ann Dowd get in here, but yes. I, I don't think that's happening at this point. I think I'm the um, only one on this planet that doesn't like really like mass. <laughs> I like it, but yeah, this was the quickest category for me where I just put those five in. And I was like, yep, that's pretty good right there. I mean, Ann Dowd is the possibility. She's gotten to here and there. She got a Critics' Choice in BAFTA, but I was like, uh, nobody's really seen that movie. That's the thing, though. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's, it's the Bleecker Street curse. Or if you get picked up by Bleecker Street, I'm like, well, <laughs> your chances got a thousand percent harder, man. Sorry. And supporting actor is outside of one seems pretty straightforward. I think I'm going to say my fives and you guys can tell me I'm crazy in like 30 seconds. So uh, my number one, I have Cody Smith McPhee, literally because there's only been one award show and there's I can't really it's this is a toss up between him and Troy. I think Troy should be winning this award. Uh, without yeah. question. So, but Troy Cox is my number two. So I only have one of the Bells, Bell, Belfast boys in. So I have Syrian Hines at three. Mm-hmm. I have Jad Leto for Gucci at four. And I have Bradley Cooper <laughs> for Licorice Pizza. I, it's not a shock in terms of the Academy has gone for performances sh- 
this short before. This is not, it wouldn't be the biggest shock for him to get in. I think Licorice Pizza is going to overperform. So I have Bradley Cooper at five. The only other option would be if you wanted to put in Ben Affleck for like the tender bar. And then there comes a discussion of what has what movie has Academy voters seen the most? Have they seen Licorice Pizza or have they seen the tender bar? And I'm going to say that most more Academy voters have seen Licorice Pizza, which would give Bradley Cooper then the edge on top of him being as very beloved by the Academy. So, mm-hmm. and if he gets in, weirder things have happened in term, especially in this category. Mm-hmm. Jack, you, 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 your head's going crazy there. What are you thinking here? So, with all of my big categories, I kind of broke them down into tiers. So, at the top, Cody and Troy are guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, Kieran Hines, I think he's hella safe. I believe didn't both of them miss out at BAFTA they did or... they did yeah okay so both of them missed out at BAFTA I still think Kieran Hines probably gets in from there it gets a little dicey I think Jared Leto probably gets in again I think House of Gucci's got enough general support and is definitely being seen by a lot of people but the one person who I think could sneak in here is a double nomination, but not for Belfast, but Jesse Plemons. Mm. Mm. And I think I, it comes down to a couple things. I think he's just been growing in stature recently. He's been with Martin Scorsese. Uh, now he's with Jane Campion. So everybody's seeing him in all these different, like, different projects from different people. So he's well-liked in the industry. And I think he's just an Oscar nominee waiting to happen. I think he's been just on a train wreck or on a, just a train going high ever since the end of Breaking Bad, really, which is when I think people really started to take notice of him. But then you also have another, uh, you got like a Mike Face, who is a really breakout role for mm-hmm. West Side. And if if there is a surprise surge for West Side Story at the Oscars, which is where I think it could happen, I could see him getting in here, too. Let me throw another name out there. J.K. Simmons. It's, I feel like he would have had it somewhere going forward. The those did they get nominated? But did, did Ricardo's get in for SAG Ensemble? No, that's no, yeah. It, it, it got the it got the two acting nominations. Uh, J.K. got only Globe. He got Globe. Yeah, and I'm looking at number five. Choice? Critics Choice. Yes, he did get Critics oh. Choice as well. I'm sorry. Yeah. So he got Critics Choice and Globe. So he does have more than. Jesse, Jesse just has BAFTA, but BAFTA is huge. The only reason I don't have Jesse is because I'm, lo- I I'm looking at the future and mm-hmm. what he is about to be in this year. True. So that's True. where I think he will be in act in the acting conversation next year and not mm-hmm. this year. But I very very fair argument. Uh, Tristan, do you have any one other options outside of uh, what Jack had mentioned for potential spoilers? Uh, potential spoilers, I don't. I think those we, we've covered all of those. Um, but I have the same five as you, Dave. I've got Bradley Cooper and Jared Leto getting in there. Nice. And Hunter? I have the same five as well. I do have Bradley Cooper in. Even though he's only in, I think, calculate like six minutes. Point, it's so like I think point eight percent of the movie, and it's, it's like, all, six minutes. I think it it would be this. It would be the sh- shortest Oscar win ever if he wins by a few seconds over. Uh, oh my god, I forgot her name in Network. Oh, be oh, a true straight. Yes, oh, yeah, straight, yeah. Um, yes, I, 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 I know Ben Affleck's got the SAG, and I 
think he got the gold globe. globe. I'm like, yeah. I was like, nobody gives a damn about the tender bar. Sorry, man. <laughs> like, I, I liked him and I didn't love the movie. I don't care for the movie, but I like Ben Affleck in it. But Bradley Cooper is like, I think the best thing about Licorice Pizza. He's so funny in that. It's funny. Um, interesting. I don't think it will happen because I do think Leto's getting in. But if Leto were to miss, he would become the first actor in the history of the Academy Awards to be nominated for SAG, uh, BAFTA. Did he get BAFTA? No. I think he got SAG Globe or Critics mm-hmm. SAG and Critics Choice or something along those lines to be nominated for two precursors going in and still miss the Oscars because he did it last year for the little things. So mm-hmm. that's still crazy. Yeah. I can't believe that actually happened. Um, I'm going to leave actress for a second to last. Because that's probably the longest conversation to have. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna skip actress and go to actor. Um, I have Javier Bardem at five. Now here comes one of the big stats that I am terrified of. Mm. I can't remember the exact year, and I didn't have time to look it up. But it's been, I believe, over 50 years since an acting, the lead actor category has had a nomination without someone having their first nomination. Yeah. So, I but Peter Dinklage is the only option and he just didn't get anywhere. He just he missed so many places. It was just so difficult for me to go there. If he got SAG, I would have gone with him. But I went with Javier at five and then the big four. Denzel at four, uh Garfield at three, uh Cumberbatch at two and Will Smith at one. Um uh, Jack, where are you at here? Uh, yeah, I think the top three of Smith, Cumberbatch, Garfield, they're all in. Denzel, I think, is in too. BAFTA, I mean, he's never been nominated for BAFTA, and if he can get in for Roman J. Israel Esquire, then he can definitely get in for Macbeth. Um, but I've got DiCaprio in that last yeah, spot. That's... I do think it's I do think yeah. it's really a toss up between Javi and Leo. Um. Again, I think it really is just going to come down to which movie people are watching more, uh, because both of these movies have now been on general streaming services for like a month now. And I can I can say like just to talk casual views viewers. Mm -hmm. So I have spoken to friends and family that have seen both being the Ricardos and don't look up and not for this, just as a general observation. And the majority, outside of a f- like maybe like die, because I'm a huge Lucille Ball Desiarnes fan. So mm. outside of the diehards that know everything about them, like me, the majority of people that I spoke to love being the Ricardos. They hate mm. Don't Look Up. Mm. Mm. They they think it's pretentious. They think that Adam McKay. They just don't like Adam McKay. Period. So going into it, they he already get leaves a bad taste. So what? My wife is. Leo posters on her wall when she when she was younger. She didn't go to the press screening for Don't Look Up. She saw it with me on Christmas Day. She did not like it. She just thought it was <laughs> it was too preachy in terms of what they were trying to say. So being the Ricardos, like it came down a lot smoother than than mm-hmm. uh, Don't Look Up, and that's kind of where I made my decision. Leo is Leo, so it would not shock me whatsoever, though. Yeah. Uh, Hunter, any where are you at here? Well, I mean, I did have the spoiler earlier when I have Cyrano in for production and yep. costume design. So, you know, I kind of have to put him in fifth spot. Yep. I know it, it, that stat you said about 
no first time nominees as I'm riding with, but it's also like, even if Peter, it's like, it's Peter Dinklage, four time Emmy winner. Mm -hmm. Like he's pretty well beloved. I think this would be his big welcome to the film scene, man. You know, after being in television for so many years, I I do think that he gets in. And he deserves it. He's really good in it. I really loved his performance in that movie. And between, yeah, Javier Bardem and then Leo got the BAFTA. So, you know, who knows there? And I was like, I think, Dinklage very closely will get that fifth slot. Uh, Tristan, what about you? Yeah, I'd love to see Dinklage uh, get in, but he's missed so many places that I just I can't put him in my fifth slot. So I went with DiCaprio. Okay. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I am like my wish is that uh, Dinklage gets in. Yeah, I would say right now it's between Dinklage, DiCaprio, and Bardem for that last spot. I think it's it's going to be the good the. The interesting thing that we need to look at is that ballots for the nominations were due before BAFTA nominations were announced. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it was able to sway anybody. If so, that's a discussion to have uh, as we get to actress. Um, skipping actors for one more category, we have director. Mm. <sighs> this one's this one could be something. Yes, yes. I do not have Spielberg in. So there is my no guts, so no I, glory. Like I'm guessing it was your fifth one then that replaced him. Hamaguchi. Yeah. Okay. So that is my five. Um, it was between uh, getting rid of Brana or Spielberg. And despite Brana, I don't know, not feeling too – I'm not too confident about him. I, I also thought about next year, and I thought about the Fablemans. And I thought about how much they're going to love him next year for the move, that specific film being, quote unquote, his Belfast, his Roma, and how they can just pour love all over him next year. And Hamaguchi's not going to be here next year. And looking at how the new Academy with a more international body of voters have been rewarding international feature directors in this category, along with rewarding the award to Bong Joon-ho just two years ago. So I just – that was my reasoning. I could be wrong, but I went Hamaguchi 5, PTA 4, Brana 3 – I'm sorry, Denis 3, Brana 2, Campion 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to guess Spielberg is in all your lineups. <laughs> uh, Tristan, start with you here. So, yeah, I do have Spielberg in. Uh, it was a toss-up because I, I think I'm pretty confident about Hamaguchi getting in. So it was either drop Spielberg or drop Brana, and Brana kind of feels like this year's Aaron Sorkin for me. Mm. So I decided to uh, go with Spielberg because he's got so much support, and that movie is like very much a directorial achievement. So I feel like the branch is going to recognize that. Alrighty, and Hunter. See, so, yeah, we all have you know Denis and Shane Campion are ten thousand percent in. Yep. I actually have Spielberg at number three on my list. I think Interesting. Okay. I was like, he's been nominated so many times before, and I think he has that love to just keep it in. And it was between and PTA. I mean, he got nominated for Phantom Thread, so like he's got that love. You know, he doesn't need a precursors, even though he has. But I was like, Kenneth Branagh and Hamaguchi. I was sitting there. I was just like, I I get what you mean by the Aaron Sorkin thing for Kenneth Branagh, but like this is his movie. Like Sorkin is not really a director. Nobody nobody sees Sorkin as a director, but Branagh has been nominated for a director before. 
he's been around for 35 years or whatever it is. I think he sneaks in, stays in here because it's such like it's his movie so much. And they got to go for that. Uh, Jack, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I also have kicked out Brana for Hamaguchi. I was really close to kicking out kicking out PTA and putting Hamaguchi in there instead because I knew that PTA would get a lot of love, most likely over in the writing category. But then, like you mentioned, that uh, he got in for Phantom Thread, and I don't think he's I don't think he's had a movie nominated for Best Picture where he also missed out on Best Director. So no. seeing that correlation kind of reassured me to put him back in and kick out Brana. But I do think it is either Spielberg or Brana. Or Brana. And a note, a stat that I have, it's been um, 72 years since a director lineup has not had a first time nominee. Mm-hmm. 1950 was the last time. Yeah. it's So I'm the only one not with Hamaguchi. In, and it was very close, I'll say that. But I, I, I think everybody's got something just enough in their favor to keep them in, in that lineup. So I'm, I'm curious... Do you guys want to finish with actress or do you want to finish with picture? Because <laughs> it seems like actress. <laughs> I think we could finish with picture because right. I mean, that's the big one. All Both right. are going to be conversation. Yes. Like. Yeah. All righty. So let's just get the, get this out of the way. Kidman, Gaga, Coleman. We're good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Lady Gaga got everything so far really yeah, Gaga, surprising. i was like like Gaga, statistically speaking the the cleanest looking one right now yeah, isn't it it's was, so weird so yeah. weird i'm like i know i know she is like the rallying point besides jared leto but i was like how could she be like the winner so far this season and i was like well, good for her you know what the irony like about this whole thing is is that i think despite missing uh bafta because coleman wasn't there or chastain wasn't there i still think kidman's number one because of that, if Coleman was at BAFTA, I would have made the switch to Coleman because I think Coleman would have won BAFTA in a in a walk. But now, looking at the voting body, is top two automatically get in with his new voting body? So that leads me to I have a lot of Hyman right now. Mm. I think BAFTA voters are voters in the Academy. I think her being top two with Gaga. I think tells a story of how they feel about her performance. I think she kicks out Jessica Chastain. Ooh. I just don't think that movie has done anything this season. I I, I don't think it's very good, to be honest with you. I think she's she's good in it. I don't think it's a type of performance I should give her her first Oscar. So I have Alana Haim as in her first performance of her of her career. I think she's the best part of the movie outside of like the six minutes Bradley Cooper does. I think she is the best part. She's the heart of the film and her and Cooper. Um, So I have her in and that kind of opens up the discussion of Kristen Stewart. Um, I, we're, oh man, where did, where did this go wrong? Uh, <laughs> it, it went south real quick at, at, at some point. There was a real shift at once. Like I, for me, it was the day I took her, I moved her from my number one opening weekend of Spencer when I went to the theaters with my wife, her mother, and a bunch of old people. And two people walked out. My my uh, my mother-in-law liked it, didn't love it, didn't understand it. She thought it was going to be the crown, essentially. My wife 
has seen Jackie because of me, so she kind of knew what she was getting into, but she thought it wasn't as good as Jackie because it tried to be too, uh, what's the word, cerebral? Especially yeah. with like moments with the pearls and moments with like her seeing uh, the spirit. I forgot the spirit's name. It just Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. Yeah. yeah, it just went in directions that just didn't really work for her compared to Jackie. Yes, Jackie was a fucking downer of a film, but it kind of played true to a straightforward narrative, um, and it kind of does focus on the fact that she creates a vision of Camelot, and you know. For that, watch watch Jackie. But that's where I started thinking. I'm like, oh, I don't think this. I don't think this can happen. I think this may not happen. And then SAG hit and SAG. I've this is that's the most shocked I had been with a nomination since Amy Adams missed for Arrival when she missed SAG. Mm. So yeah, all that all that you know dragging through the through the mud. I do have her in at five. Mm-hmm. I actually have the exact same story as you, where I went and saw Spencer with my mom. Who loves the royal family she loves the crown she's like oh we should go see spencer and i was like okay do i tell her what <laughs> this movie's gonna be like do i tell her or do i perform the experiment and see does it just a regular person who not know what this movie's gonna be how do they react to it and she was like your mother-in-law she was like that was weird and i was like yep it was gonna be weird yep and, and that... i was like i liked it but it's it's that thing where it's like it's a weird movie man you it's really hard to get into that thing it's tough take it for like it for like six months you know it's for that movie to just revive six months of discussion and scrutiny to really carry on and then we have to look at it like we like to watch experimental filmmaking we're young we're like a, a more open-minded group but you still have the oscar voters that are stuck in their ways they're not gonna vote for a movie mm-hmm. like this it's just it's it's too difficult for them and you know not an insult to them they're just set in their own ways but yeah i'll, I'll move over to uh to jack where where the hell are you at here yeah so this category has been probably giving me the least amount of sleep at night so we're right about three for sure kidman coleman gaga i think definitely get in had one or two of them gotten in at BAFTA and the other miss, I think that would have hurt a lot more. But since Kidman, Coleman, and Chastain all missed, mm-hmm. I don't think it necessarily hurts Kidman and Coleman and Gaga shoots up front. I do have Chastain in at number four. Okay. Um, that just kind of is coming off as like um, like one of the Glenn Closes of the year, just like the movie that's in for that performance and people are probably still seeking it out for her performance alone. But that fifth spot, I mean, there are about five names that you could throw at me and I'd listen to. Alana Haim, Kristen Stewart, you've Jennifer Hudson, mm. also for respect. Hope not. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> Again, going back to if there's a lot of love for it, Rachel Zegler, yeah. West Side Story. But I ultimately went with Penelope Cruz for oh. Parallel Mothers. Because I will never get out of my head the Charlotte Rampling nomination for 45 years. (laughs) There's always an out-of-left-field nomination for a movie that's hardly represented elsewhere. And I think Penelope Cruz could be that. And she's a previous winner. So... All right, so we have our... I I could see her getting in there. So Stewart is out for you. It's barely out. I think it's... For me, it's either Cruz or Stewart because... Kristen Stewart missing at BAFTA didn't really alarm me because I figured here. that they were going to be critical. 
The same goes for Penelope missing out on SAG because they never nominate international performances, really. Yep. So kind of untested waters there. And I feel like after Kristen Stewart, Penelope Cruz was probably like the most beloved critics award of the year. So I could also see her. I could I could definitely see her get in if Kristen doesn't. Okay. But I do think it's one of those two. All right, Tris, where are you at? Yeah, so this is a tough category. Mm. Um, Nicole's my number one, and then I got Gaga at two and Coleman at three. I think those three are safe. Um, it's after that where it gets really tough. I have Alana Heim at number four. Okay. Um, I think Ooh. Licorice Pizza has a groundswell of support right now. It's really surging. Um, and Alana possibly, uh, probably being top two at SAG really helped. Sorry, not SAG, BAFTA really have helps her out um that fifth slot is really tough uh, i want to go with Kristen stewart because i think her performance is exceptional but um i also i got burned last year with delroy lindo he missed a bunch of places <laughs> like i'm gonna put him in and it didn't happen. <laughs> so i'm going to leave stewart off i'm also gonna leave chastain off oh i think Ooh. yeah i i think well she could definitely get in because, um, well, I don't think a ton of people care about that movie. She also had um, scenes from A Marriage this year, so she's having a pretty good year. Um, but I'm going with Jack, and I'm going to put Penelope Cruz in there. Okay. So two with Stewart out, two with Stewart in. Pretty much yeah. pretty much matches the entire season right now. <laughs> yeah. Basically that. I mean, uh, it's uh, – yeah, uh, Cruz is right behind Kristen uh, Stewart right now for me, but she, the one thing that's holding me back is she wasn't even long listed for the BAFTA, which is still I. There's gotta be some funny business going on there, but I was just like that was a big one there for that miss for the BAFTAs who are pretty international at this point that they wouldn't go for her at all, like even consider her. That, that was, was surprising, had, but yeah, yeah, that's I. I just couldn't do it just because I love Stuart so much in this movie. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna go down with the ship at this point. Um I think it is the the Jessica Chastain, Kristen Stewart, where it's like the movie people uh, Eyes and Tammy Faye, I get people don't care about the movie, but Spencer surprisingly are like not caring. Like this this movie could get blanked this at an Oscar nomination morning. But I think they're just big enough in that in their movies to get in. Yeah, I've I agree. That's it would be the, they should just get that out of the way first on Tuesday morning just to let the rest of the day be be easy peasy. So Yeah. But yeah. the good thing is Penelope Cruz is first in alphabetic order, Chris Stewart is last. So if Cruz gets in, you already know. Like uh, Oh, that's yeah, true. There you go. <laughs> Alrighty. So that brings us to Best Picture and looking at PGA, um, there is an eighty eight percent correlation to Best Picture with PGA. So it is a very, it's very good correlation. So I have the last three years and I'm going to run through some of these nominees. And remember, this is pre uh, 10 nominees. So they actually did. That's why the percentage is so high. So they had Nomadland last year, Borat, Judas, Ma Rainey's Mank, Minari, One Night in Miami, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, the trial of the Chicago seven. So they went eight for eight, which that probably would have been the 10. If we did do Oscar 10. Yeah. Year. yeah. The, the year before that 2019, uh, one of my favorite best picture lineups. Uh, so yeah. 1917, 
uh, Four V Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Knives Out, Little Woman, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So the only one out here was um, Knives, Knives Out, but they so, went, but which, they went nine for nine. <laughs> so which they probably Knives Out, I think was ten. I think so too. 11, 10 or eleven. I, mm-hmm. There's probably something else I'm not thinking of, but it was close. And then the Green Book year. Uh, so we had Green Book, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, A Quiet Place, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice. So I would say they with the Quiet Place and and um, Crazy Rich Asians. I think that was the strong support throughout the season. But let's just give it mm-hmm. give it some love somewhere. But this just shows the correlation is there. So mm-hmm. I think there are eight surefire, like, we are good to go. Um, yeah. Belfast, Power of the Dog, Coda, Dune, Licorice Pizza, King Richard, West Side Story, Don't Look Up. I think those are safe. Uh, do you guys have that as well? Mm-hmm. All yep. right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So now we get to the discussion of where we're at at nine. Um, so my number nine is being the Ricardos. I, I feel... <sighs> conversations that i've had with one person in particular that is very familiar with the season and he knows a couple of oscar voters and was that the guild screening for being the ricardos they ate this up like this was like mm-hmm. and holly a movie made for actors in hollywood and i don't need it to win i need it to get in because i my story is kidman is winning actress and if she gets in, she will be the lone nominee with a Best Picture nominee, which is a great correlation to a win. Um, I just feel like it's the strongest of the between being the Ricardos and Tick Tick Boom, which is the PGA, the last two in PGA. I think being the Ricardos is a stronger competitor. Just looking at the below the lines at BAFTA, I mentioned before, as nothing, to, there was no voting body for there, and it still was able to get that score nomination and screenplay nomination, while Tick Tick Boom went. Zero. They went goose egg. So mm-hmm. that's what made that decision. And then my number 10, continuing my story of Hamaguchi and Drive My Car, I have Drive My Car at number 10. I have Tick, Tick, Boom with one nomination on Tuesday. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, Jack, you're up. Uh, yes, we agree on the first eight. I, unlike you, I put Tick, Tick, Boom in over you had being the ricardos i put them in and i also have drive my car in that 10th spot okay and that was solidified when i learned something that it doesn't exactly correlate with best picture voting but when i just learned it and i did my research i was just kind of shocked by it it won the new york film critics best film yes i know this stat yeah that's a great stat and the national society of film critics and i did a bunch of digging and here are the three movies that I found that also did it. The Social Network, L.A. Confidential, and Schindler's List. All were movies that won all three of them. So by that logic, I would feel kind of stupid to not put it in there. Yeah, that's, a, that's a great stat. Again, the voting bodies don't overlap, but if it's there, it's there. And I kind of have to look at that and take it into consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tristan, where are you at? Yeah, so those last two spots are really tough. Um, I decided to go Tick, Tick, Boom instead of being the Ricardos just because Tick, Tick, Boom got the Critics' Choice and it got um, 
it got the uh, PGA. Okay. And I know Critics' Choice, while they're not like the best predictors, typically in Best Picture they do get most of them right. So I, I thought, and, and Tick, Tick, Boom seems like one of those movies that a lot of people really are into. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's being the Ricardos either. And then at number 10, I've got Drive My Car, uh, which I'm a little surprised that it is, like, I love the movie, but it doesn't seem like a best picture contender to me. It's very slow. It's um, very much in like an art house type film. So I'm a little surprised that that one is getting so much love by these bigger um like awards bodies but it's it's cool to see that get in here yeah i agree it's not a movie that i would have ever guessed would be even in consideration uh after seeing it uh hunter where are we at Uh, here you and i are the same i do have being ricardo's at number nine because i'm like if you have it for kidman winning plus screenplay plus depending if you have bardem in like it's pretty undeniable at that point, especially with a movie that popular that it would get in. So it's a pretty, I wouldn't say safe nine, but it's probably the most confident I am in that. And ten, I have Drive My Car. That because I was like between PGA and DGA, I was like I don't think they're gonna go straight fifteen for fifteen. Something's gotta miss here. I would go with because Tick Tick Boom doesn't have a single other nomination besides Garfield, which is already like one hundred percent confirmed. And I was like, well, I think. Drive my car. We'll take that spot then. Yeah. Even though Tick Tick Boom is like six seven on like three other categories, but so it could it could go in there. Yeah, I I think it's I feel safe. I actually feel a lot safer than with being the Ricardos than I thought I would when I started doing these predictions. Just talking talking it out now. I just seeing everything else it's getting and if if we have Tick Tick Boom here, we're we're saying that Tick Tick Boom will most likely most likely get maybe two three at max. Including if it picture. shows up, if it shows up in like editing or like adapted screenplay, then we know. In that morning, then I'm like, okay, yep. I'm like okay, yep. probably then, yeah, then then it would have been that. But now to finish off, who's your winner right now? Oh, uh, in picture. Um, see, it's that thing where I'm like, I'm thinking Power of the Dog. Like Jane Campion wins director pretty handily, and then she's also handily won every screenplay category. I'm like, well, if she double wins for that plus. I don't have Cody Smith McPhee winning right now, but I was like, I don't know. I was like, Martin Scorsese and Alfonso Cuaron couldn't do it, but if Campion gave that Netflix win, that'd be something. That's right now. I have yeah. it in. Right now, I have it yeah. winning right now, but it's it's goddamn close. Jack, where are you at? Oh man, uh, the the thing I always have to take into consideration with this award is just the different way that it's voted. Because you don't, you're not trying to think about what people are putting as their favorite movie. You have to think about what they're putting as their second, third, fourth favorite. Um, and I think that's, I don't know what movies are going to be all the twos and threes. I could see Belfast being that, but I could also see Coda. Yeah, that's I, where a I'm lot at. Of people, a lot of people aren't saying it's like their number one favorite, but. I don't think I've really heard anybody say anything bad about it or have any like negative feelings towards Coda. And it's those kind of movies that always end up doing well. Um, and it's the more so divisive ones that could be seen as front runners sometime that end up not paying off at the end. And Tristan, what about you? So, yeah, I do currently have power of the dog at number one. Um, it seems like a strong front runner at the moment. 
But I have Coda at number two. I think if anything's going to challenge it, it could be Coda. Yeah, I'm in the same way. Uh, Coda can, if it beats Belfast at SAG, at, uh, yeah, at SAG, I think That's I'm, re- big. I think I'm ready mm-hmm. to put it at number one if, if it's able to do it. Uh, I'm kind of piggybacking off what all three of you have said, especially the, the power of the dog Netflix discussion. Is this the one that's going to be it? <laughs> like, I just, that's, that's, I, that's, that's the whole season. I'm like, really? This is the one. But I'm like, it looks like it. But uh, yeah, Aaron Sorkin couldn't do it with his big movie. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, neither could Scorsese. I look Scorsese, at it as like, Carl and Sorkin can't do it. I put it, it's, I think this, the Irishman conversation is just a matter of like bad timing. If the mm-hmm. Irishman came out last year, I think it would have swept the Oscars. I think it would yeah. be in Nomadland, and yeah. I think Marty would have probably be, maybe not being Chloe, but it would have been damn close. I think it would yeah. have been. I think the Irishman is just yeah. I think that movie is a masterpiece, but um, but yeah, I am with all three of you. I think right now I'm like leaning power of the doll, but Coda is like a very strong two. I think it's picking up steam mm-hmm. at the at the right time. Um, if it also outside of SAG, if Hedrick sneaks into director and not hamaguchi then i, I think i think that. i think we know that then. would be big yeah that would be huge yeah I, if, I, if that ha- if that happens you could at least write off or, or you can at least write off the screenplay category because if that gets in then that's definitely going to win yeah. and and it can't be if it, win, if it wins screenplay oscar night then i'm going to be holding on to my chair because that that happened for me when uh what was it? When Get Out won screenplay that year, nobody knew what was yeah. going to win Best Picture. That was just, yeah. I still think they should have just gone Get Out that year. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Just do it. Do you, do you still have each? You have Cody Smith if he winning the Oscar right now, or you know, it, I do have him. But if we really look at it, there's only been one award show, so there's no real front runner because there really has. Yeah, we've had a whole bunch of critics awards, but they don't really matter. We're but the it's all about these awards coming up like dga wga all that fun stuff that's coming up that's when we can kind of paint the picture of oscar night and mm. right now yeah power the dog because it won drama and director at globes you want to go that way and that's probably the best option but yeah it's it's a lot of things can change in the next few weeks so this should be yeah, a uh-huh. very very fun ride uh so yeah that wraps everything up uh hopefully i'll have you gentlemen back on in about a month to mm. do our final predictions and see where we stand. Um, so if you guys want to plug anything, Jack, thank you for being on. Do you want to plug anything on your end? Uh, nope. Uh, it was great to talk to with you guys today. And I'm excited to see how we all do Tuesday. All righty. Hunter, what about you? Uh, I put these predictions on the Northern Ion website, and then I'll have the reactions to that on Thursday as well. So breaking down what I got wrong and what I got right, hopefully. How many I got right. Awesome. And Tristan? Yeah, I'll be putting my predictions on my Instagram page, uh, Movie Reviews 100. Nice. And then I will be putting mine up uh, on my site, realstalking.com, on mamasgeeky.com, and on my Instagram, at realtalking. So you can check them out there. All right. Thanks, guys. And hope good luck on Tuesday. I hope uh, we all look like the smartest men on, on, on the planet. <laughs> All right, on to then see you at the movies.